0: It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. Welcome back. Good to have you guys here. As always, thank you so much for supporting the program. Thank you so much for your show suggestions. Thank you so much for uh, the topic ideas. Excited to have Norm Blumenthal, Norm Blumenthal is an attorney for workers and consumers, selected as one of top attorneys in Southern California. In 2017, Norm was also inducted and recognized as one of America's most trusted lawyers in employment law. Norm Blumenthal, welcome back.
1: Oh, good to be back, Bert. Nice to be here. Nice to have a chance to uh, talk to everybody, um, talk about money. Uh, talk about politics, and uh, see what we can do to help the working stiff out there, but put them on the right track. So we have uh, an election coming up in California, uh, where I live. Um, it's a recall election. Most uh, states don't have this uh, little anomaly in their in their law, but we do. And our governor, um, Newsom, is up for uh, recall coming up on uh, September 14th. And it looks like it's going to be a pretty close race. And it's basically um, in California and I think in the the rest of the country. You know, the Republican Party has, I think is the best thing to say, is just call them the party of no. Um, I think everything that um, anybody wants, the answer from the Republicans is no. And uh, the fellow that's leading the pack uh, for the party of no, um, is this fellow Larry Elder, who I really don't know much about, but from what I read, uh, he's the poster child for the party of no. Now the interesting thing is, if uh, there's, you vote, tw- you vote twice in this election. You vote once whether Newsom is recalled, and then if he, if you, he doesn't get enough. But if he is recalled, where the majority says he should no longer be governor, then you go to the second vote which is, uh, who do you want to be governor? And that's a, a vote is a plurality vote. Now, what that means is it's the highest vote getter. And right now this fellow, uh, Elders is, uh, about 25% because he, he represents the party of no. He is, um, And he could very well be the next governor of of California for the rest of Newsom's term. So it's pretty frightening out here that something like this can happen, but it really looks like it could. And so everybody directing this to people in California, um, first is everybody that lives in California needs to uh, get out and uh, vote for Newsom. Otherwise, uh, the party of no is going to take over. And um, you're going to have no right to choose. Um, they're they're for no right to choose. therefore no gun control. therefore uh, no right to uh, vote. therefore uh, for no immigration. therefore no pollution control. therefore not raising the minimum wage. therefore no diversity legislation. therefore for no vaccinations. therefore no masking. therefore no increased uh, mileage standards. They're for no uh, increased health insurance. They're for no wages, um, hours or working condition enforcements, to name a few things that they're for, all of which are against, if that makes any right. sense.
0: Well and, and interesting and, and one of my favorite things that they're 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 also no when it comes to education. Right. They yeah. just and, and, and you know, um, I was grateful enough, to, uh or uh, blessed enough or whatever uh, to uh, I, I was able to have uh, dinner with uh, uh, speaking of governor uh, former Governor Schwarzenegger. and you know he he's one of those rare exceptions where he he really looks at things differently differently. He's still a Republican, but he's for education, he's for climate control, he's for pollution control. And one of the things that he mentioned is that he says I, he does not understand how educating our children became a political thing. How does that happen? How, you know, taking care of our kids became a political issue, and it's gotten completely out of hand.
1: Yeah, I think what it is is, is you know, you have to go back kind of to the Civil War. I mean, this country was in a Civil War, and, um, you know, there, it was an issue of slavery at that point in time. But there still is this, this carryover of the anti-government, um, anti-federalism um, right. law, and it and it, it also we you know we have the western part of the country where it pretty you know grew up uh, where nobody had to answer to anybody with regard to any any laws, and so we we're kind of faced with that. We have on the one hand you talk about um, former Governor Schwarzenegger, who was the ele- uh, first elected uh, in a recall election, but he represents what the uh, Party of No calls the rhinos. You know, Republicans in name only, but in fact, they are the Republicans. Um, the fact is, is that the P- Republican Party has been taken over by this uh, radical right um, uh, wing group that just right. doesn't want anything to pass, and they, they go, you know, and it all goes back to, of course, they don't want to pay any taxes. I mean that's, that's the bottom line. And that's really where uh, the rubber meets the road, and and so it's you know it's all a question of money at, at, at some point in time. And so if the education costs money, they don't want it. And um, anything that uh, costs money or impinges on any of their rights, they don't want it. But it's it's fine to impinge on impinge on other people's rights. It's right. Fine well, you know what? And, and, and I'm glad to to
0: you brought that, that up because because it. it Really, what I've seen, and again, ladies and gentlemen, to be transparent, I used to be a hardcore Republican, but about thirty years ago, they got into bed with the insurance industry, and they started passing these tort reforms. And basically, you nailed it. You nailed it uh, right there. They started taking away our rights to recover pain and suffering. So the tort reform, uh, and, and they also, uh, what else did they uh, do? They, they gutted. The ability uh, for medical malpractice. So, if a doctor accidentally takes off the wrong appendage, uh, or does something, you know, he is negligent and does something horrible that injures you permanently. You're in most states, you're maxed out at two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's the most you can get for your pain and suffering. Now, you do get, I believe, uh, you do get uh, lifetime medical, but you know, it's not enough. I mean, if, if if all of a sudden, if you use your hands for a living and all of a sudden they hurt you where you can't you can't use both your hands, two hundred and fifty grand doesn't begin to do you know any real value. you know nowadays, you can't even buy a house with two hundred fifty grand, yeah. much less try to survive on that and hey, great that you're going to take care of all my medical bills, but you know it's still not enough and so this idea that a group of people are sitting there deciding what rights they're going to give us based on how much money they get to me is immoral. It's incredible that that can happen here in America. And and anyways, let me get off my soapbox so you can finish your thoughts. No,
1: and and, and that's that's correct. But what what you have here is on the, on the one hand, they don't want any gun control legislation. Um, so they, therefore everybody can have a gun if they want. But on the other hand, you don't have a right to choose if you're a woman, whether or not you want to end your pregnancy. Uh, there's, There's no right for any type of pollution control. There's no right to raise minimum wages. There's no right for diversity legislation or vaccines or mileage standards or health insurance but most important there's no right to vote this is what's happening in these states they're taking away the right to vote which is the most inherent right in a democracy and what we're going to see in the next election in Arizona and Georgia two states principally Texas also is you know the start of the end of democracy and that's what we're going to see because this 35% group, hardcore, and, and the majority in these states, they are, have done everything that they need to do to take away the majority's right to control because they've taken away the right to vote for the minorities. And so at, by doing that, they make the, for lack of a better term, the old line white vote, um, the majority vote, which it isn't in, in, in these states. And so that's, that's where all our problems stem from. And the party of no, it's it's no only when it, it adversely affects them. It's not no when it when it adversely affects the, the people or the country or the world. And and right now, you know, we are in the midst of of the climate change like we've never seen. I just got back from uh, a trip up to uh, Reno and Lake Tahoe. In Reno, the you can't see the sky. Middle of the day, it might as well be uh, Beijing in the the heart of the pollution. No one talks about it, of course, but from this Dixie fire and uh, the other fires up there, uh, the 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 world is changing, and we and we need to do something radically. Uh, for climate control and so and the only time it seems is the uh, party of no comes around is when they finally see that that the, you know their their world is coming to an end like we saw in 2007 in the Great Recession when they saw that their world uh, was coming to an end that their bank was going to fail and their savings were going to be lost they uh, stepped up to save the banking um, institution of the country or in the COVID pandemic in 2020, they stepped up to um, to put money in the pockets of, of all the, of the businesses that they had an interest in and to prop up the stock market with the PPP loans and to keep the uh, economy going during the first phases of the COVID. So it has to adversely affect them. And so I think, I'm hoping that... Um, we're going to see some uh, revolutionary changes in the in their thinking and in the world's thinking with regard to climate change and and that's one thing i wanted to talk to you about today was uh, some radical idea a radical, one radical idea anyway that's out there with regard to you know how are we going to fix this it's not going to be fixed in in my opinion from just mileage standards and going to electric cars and and trying to do a different uh, things with regard to how our agricultural is, culture is, is grown. And those are all helpful, but we need something radical that everybody can agree to because in any of these situations where there's a, an interest of one country over another country, it's never going to work because the country that it adversely affects is not going to uh, participate in it. Um, and the countries that it, it um, it helps is going to, wants to participate so there's always going to be this this problem that uh, is is unsolvable if it's something on the planet. But what I've seen is is that there is a, an idea and it's is one and there, maybe there's others is building a sunshade. And the the idea would be is all the countries on this planet get together and what it is is you put a sunshade up. Um, in the sky, if you can believe this. At uh, a point, it's uh, about a million miles away. It's called the Lagrange point. And at this point, you build a, uh, a solar shade. And what this does is, the concept is, you only need to reduce our uh, temperature on this planet by 2 degrees centigrade, or 2%. To um, get us back to where we were and give us time to do all these other changes, because really out west here, we don't have any more time Bert, I mean it's burning up, and uh, these fires used to be uh, you'd have fire season from oh uh, end of August, you know September, maybe into October. <clears throat> now they, they it's around it's year round. Uh, we, we have fires out here, and they're they're bigger and uh, uncontrollable for for months at a time. This Dixie Fire won't be out for another three or four months, they say. But the concept here is okay. Everybody gets together, and what we do is we we take this sunshield and we um, build it in outer space, and it's big, and it's going to cost a, about a trillion dollars plus. But this is the idea is to put up, just like you do in your backyard, if you want to reduce the temperature <clears throat> on your patio, uh, you put up a, uh, a sunshade. And it works. And you get the temperature down. And this this sunshade, I mean, it's, it's large, but it only would reduce at any one time uh, the temperature such that um, it's 2% uh, and, uh, of the uh, sun coming in. And, we, and what ends up happening is there's no issue of it reflecting back or all the other issues that they need to do. It just never reaches it, uh, the earth. And, uh, and that's the concept uh, that we're looking for. And that's a radical idea, but we need radical solutions to this because it's much bigger than the uh, Great Recession or the COVID epidemic. Is going to be the existence of the human race.
0: Absolutely, and well, you know, uh, real quick, let's not forget, America was built on radical ideas. Uh, The 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 thirteen original colonies that decided to break away from England that was a radical idea. The Constitution, a radical idea. Getting somebody to uh, uh, to the moon, radical idea. Uh, Getting rid of polio, radical idea. So just because it's crazy, over the top, radical, really doesn't mean anything. Uh, We have a massive history of doing crazy, over the top, radical stuff, Uh, and and all it takes is a few people to focus on a radical idea, and before you know it, it gets done. We have uh, Elon Musk as another example. Uh, You know, he's putting people in space, uh, and, and he had a radical idea uh, to, to be able to do that on a, on a very, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, cheaper, better, faster than NASA could do it, and he accomplished that. Um, so every day somebody's doing something that somebody else is saying crazy won't work. That is really the, America, the American spirit.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the idea. I mean, this, this group um – no labels, it's a group in in this, in this country that got together and put together the Democrats and Republicans for the passage of this uh, $1 trillion infrastructure bill. I mean, our bridges are falling down, our roads are, are, are falling down, but we got it done so far. Uh, we got it passed through the Senate, which was a, a minor miracle with a bipartisan vote. And something like this, this radical idea where we, the U.S. can start it and we can run through other countries – you know, there's a place, this Lagrange point, that's out there where the gravitational pull between the sun and the and the Earth is is coextensive, and so you can put up the sunshade up there and it'll stay there, uh, and you can block two percent of the sun's rays coming in. So you stop at the sun before it reaches the rays before it reaches the Earth, and that. Will reduce the um, temperature on the earth enough to get us back to where we can do these other things to give us the time to do it because I think we are out of time from everything I'm seeing. I mean, just look with your own eyes, look outside, and you see what's going on all across the world. And um, people aren't changing. India's not stopping its pollution. China's not stopping its pollution and uh we we are trying but what we're doing is I think putting our finger in the dike it's not happening. Right. And and so we can't get together on that. But this is is the concept it'll cost a bunch of money, you know, in the trillions, but if it's spread across um, all the countries on the planet um and if we get started on it, uh we can get done. It's like it's not like uh, coming up with an idea who which can't be done it's coming up with a radical idea that can be done the math is there the science is there the, the way to do it is there it's going to be it's big but the, at the lagrange point it works and so this is, is something i just want to pass along for people to hear it first here and the concept is it's a sunshade concept so everybody should keep their ears um open and their eyes open for information on it and get behind it in terms of um, your congressmen and senators that yeah this, this is something that could, that could work and, and get the conversation going because right now the the party of no is is just going to control everything and they won't even recognize climate change
0: right and, and, and here's you know my thought is this look you don't have to be a scientist you don't it's just look at this from a Logical, common sense point of view. If you are an organism and you have what's our global population like 6 billion people? 7, yeah. 7 billion people. So let's say you have, you know, let's say let's say that somebody put 7 billion fleas on your body. It's going to have an effect on your body. It's going to affect your skin. It's going to affect you uh, in multiple ways. It's going to cause infections. It's going to cause deterioration. And, and so look at us as fleas on planet Earth. Yeah. We, re- regardless of what, whether you believe that the climate change is real or whatever, and, and there's there's solid evidence that there is, and there's tons of misinformation, but bottom line is, from a just a logical, common-sense point of view. You've got 7 billion people polluting the planet. You have to be aware that that's going to have a massive effect. It, again, another simple uh, example would be if, if, if you live in a house and there's three or four people living in that house with you and, there's no, and, and you can't dispose of the garbage, you're just making garbage, sooner or later your house becomes unlivable. And we're getting yep. to the point where we can't dispose of the garbage fast enough. We can't get rid of the waste fast enough and at the same time, you know, uh, in, a, in, a, in a way that makes sense for the environment. And what we're seeing, America as well as some of these other countries do the same thing, we're shipping our garbage to places like India uh, and, and, you know, we're, we're pretending – That uh, we're doing something that's somehow good, but, you know, we're we're just taking garbage from the U.S. and and, and sending it someplace else that has no regulations, and then we turn a blind eye and say, hey, it's not our fault, you know. Uh, But between the cell phones, or uh, let me rephrase that, between all the devices that we consume and throw away every day, then on top of that, there's a the massive amount of garbage, and on top of that, there's a the massive amount of medical waste, and 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 all this other stuff. Again, we're filling up our house, and there's
1: yeah.
0: we got to come up with a better plan.
1: Well, yeah, those those are things that, that can't be solved with the sunshade, but it's going to give us time to solve it yet. We, there's been prior mass extinctions on this planet i mean the ice ages have, have the, it, there's been you know virtually extinction of all you know living organisms that get had to come back again and we've had it with the dinosaurs and so we there's you know evidence of mass extinctions caused by um um, astronomical is, uh, issues and, and the way the uh, um, sun hits the earth and, and, and uh, cloud cover and, and things that are generally generic. And this is what I'm talking about is, you know, all of the, the things that you're talking about, they're going to still exist unless unless we do other things to save the oceans and to save the uh, the other animals from the species from extinction. There's no question about that, that that all needs to be addressed. But we don't have the time anymore to address those if we don't address the overriding issue of we are the frog in the boiling pot of water. Right. And and the temperature is getting turned up, and guess who's not going to survive? The frog. And so that's where we have to, the first thing we have to deal with is are the survival of the species. And the only way to have a survival of the species and to have a chance to solve all these other problems is to do something radical like yeah. the sunshade. And that's that's where rubber meets the road. So, we, yeah, we'd like to solve all these other problems. We, You know, the species may not have enough time to do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The... the and I didn't mean to what do you call it steer the conversation in a different direction. I just wanted to make that point that whether or not you believe that climate change exists, having seven billion people on the planet is going to affect the environment. It's going to affect the the, the temperature of the planet. But the sunshade idea, again, it's a it's a crazy, radical over the top idea, just like so many other crazy over the top radical ideas that we've implemented. And I think, there's enough science to show that it works uh you know if you're a capitalist like like uh like we are then then it's going to put a bunch of people to work which is good for the environment it it's it's uh it's all good it's all good yeah,
1: yeah you know you we got 7 billion now we're going to have 9 billion you know in another 20 years or less and so we we have to learn to deal with all these people and and and, and fighting everybody and you know being adverse to the the other humans living on this planet is not going to get us to the promised land. It's just not going to do it. You know, we have to work together to get this done and saying no to everything that that's proposed is not going to get us there. But the idea is at least, you know, start with the the idea that that we can do something together uh, like the sunshade to give us the time to do these other things. And if, 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 Assuming the sunshade works, it'll give everybody the, something to work from to say, okay, now we have more time to eliminate all the, the pollution that we have from everything and make everything on this planet you know, be sensitive to the, to the environment so that other species and the human species can survive. Because otherwise, this is going to be a a planet where the human species just is not going to make it It, in the the numbers. It's going to be mass extinction.
0: And And, by the way, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. And and by the way, Elon Elon Musk uh, believes that that something radical has to be done. And that's why he is promoting, pushing, and developing this idea of colonizing uh, another planet.
1: Yeah, you know, he's going to take a few people and go to Mars, but that's not going to help us here.
0: (laughs) No, it's not. But it just goes to show you, you know, it's not just, it's this idea that that our planet could die and become inhabitable is not, uh, is not a, uh, uninhabitable, I should say, Uh, is not just you and I thinking this. There's a lot of brilliant minds behind this theory that the way of the Earth that uh, the 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 that yeah the way that the Earth is going is not in a good direction, and that something something radical has to be done, and and so his idea is to move to a different planet, and let me tell you that's going to be trillions of dollars, and it's yes. only going to help, and it's only going to help a few people.
1: Yeah, as you there's only it out. A few It's people. not going to help the
0: masses. So, you know, unless you can afford a you know I don't know a hundred million dollar ticket to uh, go to Mars. Uh, you better just uh, vote for the sunshade.
1: Yeah, I think that is, and you can promote it, and it, it's around. You can look it up on Google, and you know the sunshade. It's called the space sunshade, and it's all over the internet, and uh, people are starting to talk about it, and I, it's something we can all get behind. And I think if people see it working then they'll then be more inclined to do other things that can make the planet not only uh, inhabitable, but can make it a, a better place for a lot, a lot of species, including the human human species, because it's all we're all in, in this together. I mean, we're all in this little blue marble sitting out here, and we're destroying it um, and, uh, day by day. And like the frog in the water, the temperature just keeps rising, folks. So let's think about that. as just kind of a a good idea to to, to get behind and and it, you know it's as what did Al Gore say? It's an inconvenient truth, right? But it it is the truth, and yep. uh, it's getting more and more inconvenient. If you get like a being in Reno over the weekend, you couldn't see the sky; it, it was just covered with with uh, smoke and so and that's happening i think the, the smoke from the dixie fire has reached new york that's how how bad it is and there there's no way to stop it these it was caused by lightning the dixie fire for the most part yeah. and uh electrical uh, lines uh part of it so that's what we're, we're dealing with and it's not going to get any better um, in and of itself, until we can reduce the temperature, and uh, then for, look for look for other solutions for uh, different different issues that we have.
0: Norm, we're out of time. Thank you so much for stopping by. I love your radical idea. I think it's something that, as you suggested, we need to look at. We need to look at it real uh, deeply, and 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 we have to do some radical stuff. Always, my friend. Good to have you on the show.
1: All right, Brig. Always a pleasure. Take care.
0: Good stuff there from Norm Blumenthal. Uh, Crazy, radical ideas is what America was built on. And give me your thoughts. Is the sunshade idea just too crazy? Is it just uh, a pipe dream? Uh, Anyway, as always, my friends, it's good to have you here. Remember, you were created to succeed. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com.